0: Welcome to the Holistic Health Bites Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Nicholson, crime scene investigator turned functional health investigator. This podcast is here to share bite-sized episodes and unique interviews on a wide variety of health topics to empower, enlighten, and educate you to live your best, most vibrant life. Disclaimer, all information you hear on this podcast is for information only and constitutes individual opinions of the person speaking. This should not be taken as medical advice. Being a listener of this show does not initiate a practitioner-client relationship between you and the hosts or panelists on this show. Please discuss these topics with your medical professionals before making any changes to your health. Okay, let's dive in. Welcome back to the Holistic Health Bites podcast. Today, we are talking about leaky gut, fatty liver, and fructose. These may seem like totally independent challenges, but a study published in the journal of nutritional biochemistry shows a direct link we've all heard and can see that the rates of obesity have dramatically increased over the last several decades but what you might not see is the incidence of type 2 diabetes non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and other metabolic syndromes this particular study looked at how fructose in the diet bacterial overgrowth and leaky gut contribute to the formation of non-alcoholic fatty liver disease and how fructose leads to bacterial overgrowth and leaky gut directly. There are three main sources of sugar in the human diet. Glucose, fructose, and sucrose, which is a combination of glucose and fructose. Glucose is found in every carbohydrate-containing food, including fruits, vegetables, grains, nuts beans, legumes, as well as candy, baked goods, cereals, and sodas. Fructose is primarily consumed in the form of high fructose corn syrup, but it's also naturally found in many fruits, honey, agave nectar, maple syrup, and even some vegetables. Fructose is absorbed in the intestines and transported to the liver, where it is metabolized in a completely different way than glucose is. Glucose metabolism has a rate-limiting step that is tightly controlled. Fructose metabolism doesn't have this rate-limiting step, and so it can be continuously and uncontrollably converted into glucose, glycogen, lactate, and pyruvate. Now, I'll spare you the biochemistry lesson on how and why these products are produced, but just know that pyruvate and lactate are primarily converted to triglycerides or fat. High fructose diets have also repeatedly been shown to increase the development of insulin resistance and also stimulates production of fat. Bacterial overgrowths in the gut, specifically the small intestine have been long linked to alcoholic fatty liver disease and are now being examined for their role in non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. While this may seem like a stretch, These bacteria often contain a toxic component called lipopolysaccharide, or LPS. This LPS binds to a protein called lipopolysaccharide binding protein, or LBP. Levels of LBP have been found to be increased in those with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. These bacteria in the gut take the pyruvate, one of the byproducts of both glucose and fructose metabolism, and convert it to ethanol or alcohol. So, even in the absence of alcohol intake, the production of alcohol by overgrowing bacteria in the small intestine could be contributing to fatty liver development. These patients even exhale ethanol when they haven't had anything to drink. When the bacterial overgrowth is treated, the breath, Ethanol reduces. More studies are needed to more fully explore this and other roles of these bacteria. Intake of fructose, specifically from sugar sweetened beverages, has been linked as the most common risk factor for fat accumulation in the liver. Bacterial overgrowths and imbalances in the microbial populations contribute to the formation of leaky gut. Leaky gut. Or intestinal permeability also increases overall inflammation and systemic toxin transportation from the gut throughout the body, increasing free radical formation. These toxins can be the same LPS toxins produced by the bacteria, or they may be foodborne toxins, environmental toxins, undigested food particles, or pathogens. The authors of this paper point out the limitations in the information gathered thus far in the research, but certainly highlight some valuable information on the development of fatty liver disease. So what can we take from this study? Here are my top three recommendations. Number one, limiting fructose intake is wise, especially from sugar sweetened beverages and anything with fructose added or concentrated. Number two, Limiting overall sugar intake in all forms is also wise. This doesn't mean everyone needs to go low carb or keto and actively avoid all carbs, but as a society, we eat far too many carbs, especially refined carbs and processed foods. If you have type two diabetes, fatty liver, stubborn weight, or any digestive symptoms, addressing adequate nutrition and correcting underlying infections and inflammation is paramount to healing. And number three, the gut is the source of many diseases. Even if you don't have overt digestive symptoms, I suggest everyone undergo a digestive wellness investigation. Many people have hidden digestive dysfunctions and infections that can contribute to many conditions, like autoimmune diseases, food sensitivities, hormone imbalances, added weight, unexplained weight loss, and organ-specific conditions. These are common conditions that I work with in my practice. We start with a thorough investigation, solve whatever is found, and then create lasting routines to maintain ideal results. Schedule a free call with me to discuss your unique situation. Thanks for being a faithful listener to the podcast. I'd love it if you left me a five-star review on this podcast so that others can more easily find this valuable information. Did you know I also work one-on-one with clients? I approach solving health challenges like I approached solving crimes by conducting a thorough investigation into your case. Sadly, hundreds of millions of people in the U.S. have insulin resistance, pre-diabetes and diabetes, and the vast majority have no idea to fix that. If you struggle with low energy, stubborn weight, hypertension, sleep disturbances, or any other undesired symptoms, let's talk. All you have to do is schedule a free call. The link will be in the show notes. And no, you do not need to live near me.